It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. From the G Family Performance Center in Edmond, Oklahoma, welcome to another episode of the Locked On Thunder podcast. I am your gracious and humble host, Eric G. Thanking you so much for making us a part of your day. Coming up on the weekend edition of Locked On Thunder I'm going to apologize to you right now if you're a Utah Jazz fan because we're not going to talk too much about Saturday's game with Utah, nor if you are listening and you're a Minnesota Timberwolves fan, I'm going to apologize to you because we're not going to talk too specifically about Sunday's game with Minnesota because I want this to be a weekend episode. I understand that if you're a Thunder fan, you're probably out running around with the family, you're seeing Christmas lights, you're trying to get that last minute shopping done. This is a podcast designed for you to listen to whenever you can fit it in over the weekend. And if I'm doing my job, I try and make the weekend podcast as evergreen as possible. Don't always do the best job of that, but that is always the intent when I go into the weekend episode. So we will talk about the return of Raymond Felton and Dennis Schroeder, who served out their one-game suspension against the Sacramento Kings, and why... Their suspension and the way the Thunder played on Thursday was so important. And what did we see out of the Oklahoma City Thunder that should give you a whole lot of hope if you're a Thunder fan and what this team can possibly accomplish throughout the rest of the season? Because there were some big things going on there with the Oklahoma City Thunder. I hope you noticed them. If not, I'll do my best to point them out and hopefully I'm not being redundant in what you've already seen. In segment number two, Anthony Davis, after playing against the Los Angeles Lakers on Friday, makes the comment that legacy is more important than money. So let's explore what legacy really means to somebody who plays professional sports, not just in the NBA, but sports overall. How much of a mark do you want to leave on a particular sport, and what do you have to do to leave that mark? What What is the one thing that we look at And we cover the most as fans and as media and as just anybody that watches sports. And it's not always championships. Because what Anthony Davis said loosely translates into, I don't think I can win a championship in New Orleans, so I want the opportunity to go someplace else. But if it's truly about legacy, then Anthony Davis won't want to be traded. Then finally, we will wrap things up today by saying happy late birthday to Buddy Heald. Had a great game against the Oklahoma City Thunder, had a great game in the Kings' next game. We just don't know how old he is. And LeBron James making some interesting quotes that we will get to at some point in the podcast. I think one we're going to try and delve into in segment number two, and another one we'll try and delve into in segment number three. I agree with him on one. There, Well, sort of agree with him on one of the comments that he made, but... 
Did LeBron James tamper? I want to jump into that today. So we'll try and get into that in segment number three. So we got a lot to get to in a short amount of time. My name's Eric G. I work for 1340 The Game in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. I'm a credentialed member of the media. I've covered the Thunder now for about five and a half years. If you like what you hear, please go to LockedOnThunder.com and subscribe to this podcast. And don't forget, the easiest way to get Locked on Thunder or any of our Locked on Thunder podcasts is by way of smart speaker. Just say, hey, Google, play Locked on Thunder podcast or Alexa, play Locked on Thunder podcast. And it's right there for you. The Thunder get a very important win against the Sacramento Kings on Thursday night. And it's important for... A couple of reasons. There's a, there's a lot of things to really unpack about this game. First and foremost, no backup point guard. Raymond Felton and Dennis Schroeder both suspended because of their participation in the fracas with the Chicago Bulls that took place earlier this week. Even though Dennis Schroeder says that he did nothing wrong, the NBA disagrees. It's a one-game suspension. It's over and done with. But you proved how deep you are as an organization and how versatile you are as an organization. Thunder fans already knew this, but it was high time that the rest of the NBA saw what the Thunder brought to the table. So if, in fact, you lose Dennis Schroeder to injury for an extended period of time, and something were to happen to Raymond Felton and he wasn't able to go, you have to relax to know that while that's not an ideal situation, you do have guys like Paul George who can fill in for that role when these two guys are gone, and we also learn that Paul George, while maybe being a creature of habit and not necessarily like having plays called for him, is not such a creature of habit that Billy Donovan can adjust the rotations to fit whatever lineup he needs to get out on the floor at any particular time, and a guy like Paul George is okay with it, which totally flies in the face from what a lot of NBA players have said through the years and and guys that I've worked with who've told me, hey, you need to be in a regular rotation. Coaches need to put you out there as much as possible. If you're getting yo-yoed going from one place to another, you you show up thinking that your job is one thing, but you're asked to do something different every single day that you come in, then you're not going to be successful. Paul George really just dispelled that myth. Paul George proved that there are guys out there that don't need to be in a regular rotation, that that there are guys that can be professional. And if they're asked to do a particular thing on a given night, they're going to figure out a way to adjust to it. And that's got to be scary to the rest of the NBA because even though coaches and GMs may feel that way, the one thing where ex-players do have this right is that there are a lot of guys in the NBA that buy wholeheartedly into needing to play on a regular basis and don't wanting their minutes jacked with, and don't want their rotations all screwed up. They want to know every night they go in, they're going to contribute at this particular time, so they get into a comfort zone. Now, if I'm watching the Oklahoma City Thunder, my first thought is, is if I'm an opposing coach, they don't have a comfort zone. You've got players that can figure out how to make it work with whatever role that they're asked to do. That makes them one of, if not the most dangerous team in the NBA going into the playoffs because unfortunately, if you're an opposing coach, you can't plan for that. And that means that Billy Donovan is going to be able to look at every single game, figure out what you're doing, figure out what adjustments he needs to make, and he should be able to throw out any combination of players out there at any given time, and they will be successful 
I would I would not want to plan against that. I would not want to game plan against that or scout against that if I'm an opposing NBA coach. And it makes me feel way more confident about Oklahoma City the closer they get to the playoffs. And even without Andre Robertson, and I don't know where you are on Andre Robertson, I am more convinced by the day that Dre's not coming back this year. And if he is... I don't know how much I'm going to miss him because the Thunder proved that they can play defense without him. And you've got a couple of really big wins over the last two games where you had lost three of four and you seem to have gotten yourself back on track. And now you've got a couple of key Western opponents in the Jazz tonight and in the T-Wolves on Sunday where if you can get wins there, you further are cementing yourself in the Western Conference, which is still airtight. And good luck to the Houston Rockets. I thought you'd figured it out. But now that Chris Paul is hurt and it's going to be out an extended period of time, I would expect the Rockets, just based on the numbers that we've looked at and know what they do with and without Chris Paul, that they're going to take a major step back here in the next couple of days. The other thing I I look at with Paul George and with Russell Westbrook, and, and this was actually pointed out in an article because people are just catching up to what Russell Westbrook's doing. Um, speaking of comfort zones, Russell Westbrook is comfortable letting other people run the team, other people be the star, get theirs. He is trusting his teammates. I guess you can make the argument that he trusted Alex Sabrinas too much a few games ago and let him take the game-winning shot. I'd still say I'm I'm still okay with that because you're a professional, you're Alex Sabrinas, you got to learn how to, how to not let the moment become too big for you. You've got to live up to what the Thunder pay you for, which furthers my argument. That if there is an MVP argument on this team between Russell Westbrook and Paul George, that it is Russell Westbrook. Because the knock on Russ for so long was this is a guy that's detrimental to the team because if other guys are getting theirs, Russ has to make up for it. Russ is about stats. He's about individual achievement. He's not about winning championships. Can we get over that? Can Colin Cowherd and every other critic of Russell Westbrook finally admit that Russell Westbrook is one of the best teammates in the NBA and that what his what his teammates say about him isn't just blowing smoke up his butt because you don't want to you don't want to disrupt Russ you don't want to disrupt Russ you don't want to make him angry that these guys like him they like playing together with him they see how much of a work ethic he has and because of that work ethic and because of the experience he is the leader of this team he is the he is an MVP candidate, should be an MVP candidate because he's doing what A leaders do and B point guards do. And he's about to average another triple double. I don't know how that I don't know how he keeps getting left out of the conversation. Bavada certainly doesn't believe that he should be left out of the conversation. I don't believe that he should be left out of the conversation, but Russell Westbrook is definitely MVP material. And by now, people starting to realize that he's playing a much different game and has adjusted to make everybody else around him better. Oh, and isn't that the other thing that we always used to talk about when it came to Michael Jordan and LeBron James and Kobe Bryant and every other great ball-dominant player? Does he make the guys around him better? Uh, I think Russell Westbrook's definitely making this team a lot better. Not only him, but Steven Adams is doing it and Paul George as well. But Russ certainly has a major hand in this. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I am Eric G. And coming up next in Locked on Thunder, we're going to explore legacy a lot more. 
Anthony Davis says that he wants a legacy, and that is more important than money, but I don't think Anthony Davis really understands what legacy is, and I'll explain that next here on LOT. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. You're listening to the Locked on Thunder podcast. We also have episodes of Locked on Sooners available at LockedOnPodcast.com and available through your smart speaker by saying, Alexa, play Locked on Sooners podcast or hey, Google, play Locked on Sooners podcast. It's all available via the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. And there's Stitcher, Spotify, Alexa, and iTunes. So many different places to get the Locked on Podcast. I hope you're enjoying these throughout the Christmas holiday, and uh, yeah, um, stack up on them. A real quick schedule, I did not mention this, but we will pod on Christmas Eve, so we'll have a podcast, we'll put that early out on Christmas Eve, we may actually do it the night, we may actually do this one on Sunday night after the Oklahoma City Thunder play against the Minnesota Timberwolves, but at worst it'll be out on Christmas Eve morning, we'll not podcast on Christmas Day, and then we'll be back to it on the 26th. So thank you for listening to the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Anthony Davis says that legacy is more important to him than money, which is one of those things that always sounds really good to say when you are a, a, a player of Anthony Davis's caliber and you know you really don't have to worry about money because of endorsements and you're going to get big contract after big contract. But he said, here's what it, here's his exact quote. All my people that look up to me, the younger kids, I want them to know about 80s legacy, championships, the things I do in the community, being a good teammate, playing hard, all the stuff that matters to me. Don't get me wrong, money's amazing. But I think in that sense, money or legacy, I'm thinking legacy wins the battle every time. What does he mean by legacy? Loosely translated, the first thing that he said, what did he mention? He mentioned championships, which if you're the New Orleans Pelicans, the only way you can take that is Anthony Davis does not believe that we can win championships here. So we're going to have to make a decision to either let him go, trade him, or figure out a way to build around him. Then he got into community service. Then he got into being a good teammate and all that and how people speak of you when you run in particular circles. But the first word, championships, tells me that Anthony Davis doesn't understand what legacy really means. And what does legacy mean? Legacy means that you have put an indelible print on your particular sport. Whether you've won a championship or not, 
you can have a tremendous legacy. And you don't have to look too far in the world of basketball to find guys who have tremendous legacies and guys who would not trade their careers for championships. First and foremost, the the first group, and it's a group of guys I think of, is the Fab Five from Michigan. Just ask Jalen Rose. No, they did not win a championship during his during his three years at Michigan in those first two years when the Fab Five was together before Chris Webber left. But what Jalen Rose will tell you is we started the long shorts, we started the Black Sox, we were fashion, we made people wake up and realize that they need to start looking at basketball in a whole new way. And quite frankly, I have to be reminded that the two years that the Fab Five were together, that one, Duke won a championship because I tend to forget who the NCAA champion is every year in college basketball. And then I remember that North Carolina won won it. Only why? Because of, well, Chris Webber and the timeout, which I guess you can argue that that is part of Chris Webber's legacy and Chris Webber would like not to have that mark on him and the NCAA tournament. But when I talk about basketball in the 90s, and talk about one of my favorite teams, I'm not talking about that North Carolina team. I'm not talking about that Duke team. I'm talking about what? Talking about the Fab Five. Or I'll talk about UNLV, who never won. Or I guess UNLV, the the that undefeated UNLV team that didn't win a national championship. I'll talk about them. Uh, and I'll think about all the guys that were professionals that came off that team. Or the Oklahoma team in 88 that didn't beat Kansas. Those those teams left indelible prints. And you can argue that some of it's somewhat controversial and they didn't complete the mission and that maybe you're remembering them for the wrong things. Go ahead, but I remember those teams. I remember Allen Iverson. I will remember Carl Malone and John Stockton who had tremendous careers. Charles Barkley. You don't need a championship to have a legacy. The other thing that you've got to understand about championships, and I always preach this. This is kind of my soapbox thing is that championships are out of your control a lot of times. They fall to the GM and the coach and the front office and the ownership, or are they going to put enough people around you? And if you're a great player, you can't control that. You You can only control so much what the people around you do. Yes, you can make them better, but like Russell Westbrook learned, you can't force Alex Sabrinas to make a shot. You can give him the opportunity to make a shot, but it's up to Alex Sabrinas to complete it. That's not on Russell Westbrook. That's on Alex Sabrinas. Want to argue that Russ shouldn't have given him the shot? Okay, I mean, you can make arguments against this, but if I'm Anthony Davis, and if, and if legacy truly means something to me, like I really want to be remembered for what I accomplished in the sport of basketball, right now New Orleans needs a hero. The last hero that New Orleans really had, you could say Chris Paul, but I'll go so far back and say that it's Pete Maravich. Because what Chris Paul will be remembered for to me is the guy that could not get traded to the Lakers. And I will think of Chris Paul more for Oklahoma City than New Orleans, but the Pelicans need a hero. They need a face. They need somebody that put the organization on their back. And that, in a lot of ways, goes a lot farther than championships to be the greatest in any particular organization. Dirk Nowitzki found that out with the Mavericks. And even if, he, even if he'd never won a championship, still the greatest Dallas Maverick of all time. And somebody asked me once, well, what exactly does that mean? Well, there's got to be one. There has to be a first. Because right now, yes, you go to the Lakers. Go to the Lakers, win your championships, whatever. 
But LeBron James will never be remembered as one of the greatest Los Angeles Lakers of all time. Even if he is, people will still argue for Magic and Kobe and Kareem and Worthy and guys over him. Same with Anthony Davis. I mean, I don't know what you can accomplish that hasn't already been accomplished there, but you can get some things done in New Orleans that certainly can leave a mark. Coming up next here on the Locked on Thunder podcast, we will talk about LeBron James. He's made a couple of quotes this week um, that certainly got a lot of attention. And honestly, I think the guy's on to something. We'll talk about that next on Locked on Thunder. No matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax experts make them count. Did you say no to a big wedding and elope at the county courthouse? That's a move. Did you go back to school to get your degree? That's a move. Did you relocate for a fresh start? Well, that's literally a move. Maybe you moved into a houseboat instead of a house house or switched gears from rideshare driving to video game streaming. Or you rode the stock market to the moon and back. TurboTax experts make all your moves count, getting you every credit and deduction you deserve. They'll file with 100% accuracy and get you your max refund guaranteed. So, Switch to TurboTax. Make your moves. They'll make them count. See guarantee details at TurboTax.com guarantees. Experts only available with TurboTax Live. This is the Locked On Thunder Podcast. I am Eric G. Locked On Sooners available at the Locked On Podcast Network, or I guess it would be LockedOnPodcast.com. And also your smart speaker, hey, Google, play Locked On Sooners Podcast, or Alexa, play Locked On Sooners Podcast, Stitcher, Spotify, and Apple iTunes. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. LeBron James is, is, is on to something here. Actually, he's... LeBron James isn't saying something that that hasn't been said before. And on his latest episode of The Shop on HBO, he said, quote, the NFL got a bunch of old white men owning teams and they got that slave mentality. This is my team. Y'all do what the F I tell you to do or we'll get rid of you. The players make the ship. We go every Sunday without Todd Gurley, without Odell Beckham Jr., without those players, those guys, there is no football And it's the same in the NBA. Here's where I will argue with LeBron James for a little bit. I don't know if it's so much of a slave mentality as much as, and I guess you could argue that this is a slave mentality for the word I'm about to use. You're a commodity. You're a means to an end. I I, I have a hard time using the word slave because people are getting rich playing in the NFL. Slaves did not make millions of dollars, and and slaves lived really horrible lives. Here's the other problem that I have with using the term slave, is that people choose to play this as a sport, and if they didn't want to, they could walk away at at any point in time if they really didn't want to play in the NFL. But where LeBron is right is that you simply are just a cog in the wheel when you are in the NFL. And because of the way the contracts are set up with only – So much money being guaranteed on any particular contract and with those those contracts allowing owners to just get rid of players left and right, they're going to do it. Uh, And and it sucks because in that sport, I don't think you should be able to get rid of guys as easy as owners do 
with as horrible as that sport is on your body and with the damage that that it has done. Even if you don't suffer from a severe case of CTE, you're leaving the NFL with your body in much worse shape than what it was when, when you came in. And to see these guys get thrown away like trash is just, it's unbelievable. And it leads me down to further roads of just about how we treat people, period, in America who work and sacrifice for their families and and make a lot less money than athletes do and still get treated horribly by their bosses. And I believe that that's a mentality that's got to change in America. That being said, where LeBron is smart, one, not playing football because LeBron is going to have a great life after basketball and he's already started on it, but two... The NBA does a much better job of treating their players right. They understand it is a player's league. The NFL is a team league. The NBA is a player's league. The NBA markets the players much better than they market their teams. And I, given the choice, I mean, if you're good enough to play both, you're nuts if you go play in the NFL and don't choose to play in the NBA. They Because the NBA gets it. Um LeBron says the owners don't get it. I think the owners do get it. Um, Certainly, Jerry Buss was a a guy that got it with the Lakers, the way that he treated Magic Johnson. And uh, you see more of that close owner-player relationship in the NBA than you ever will in the NFL. I'm not saying that it doesn't exist. Tony Romo and Jerry Jones, that was a weird bromance. But I think in the NBA, I I feel the, the, the owners are a lot more respectful and a lot more grateful to the players for everything that they bring to the table. Maybe LeBron would argue with me on that. Also, is what LeBron did tampering when he was recruiting Anthony Davis? First of all, I don't have a problem with tampering. I know that that, that small markets do and small market fans and owners do. Hey, we would like to trade for this guy or hey, this guy needs to come here because ultimately it's still up to the player. And if you're doing a great job like Sam Presti did of constantly recruiting Paul George while he was in his free agent year, then you don't have to worry about what the Los Angeles Lakers have to say. And it's... LeBron comes from an era and we've seen it and we're seeing it in college recruiting now where if you're friends with someone you want to go work with them that's that's the new mentality that's the way we are not just in sports but I think in society as a whole and we'll do everything we can to arrange what we feel is a great working environment for us which gives us the opportunity to have one the most fun and two The most success if you're LeBron James. I don't have a problem with LeBron James saying it. And if Anthony Davis wants to be traded to the Lakers and that is really where his heart is, so be it. It sucks for the people of New Orleans that it's going to turn out this way when you had a great player like him and when you really could have used someone to put their stamp on this organization and he would be far more of a a god, for lack of a better term, in New Orleans than he ever will, will in Los Angeles. But... That's freedom. And now it's up to the Pelicans to make that move. But uh, LeBron, very smart individual. And um, one of those guys that should not just shut up and dribble. When LeBron James has something to say, he should say it. As well as many other players around the NBA should be taught, should be speaking their mind about a lot more than just what's going on in basketball. Like Buddy Hield, happy birthday to you. Happy belated birthday to former Sooner Buddy Hield. Uh, happy 26th birthday. I don't know how the whole 25 thing got mixed up, 
Uh, this is a problem that's been going on in baseball for a while. But what I learned is that if Buddy Heald had it on his driver's license and had it on his paperwork and OU knew what Buddy's age was and the Sacramento Kings did, then OU Sports Information Department is better than the Kings PR Department. And for that... I can say that I'm a proud OU graduate. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I'm Eric G. We will be back on Monday. Again, no podcast on Christmas Day. Feel free to listen to some of the other older episodes. I would love for you to do that because we got to be better conversation than the in-laws. But in case we're not, we'll be back on Tuesday. Or no, Wednesday, the day after Christmas, the 26th. I think you get what I'm trying to say. And until then... Have a Merry Christmas. May God bless you and your family. Everybody love everybody, and peace, love, and thunder up. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.